Hey guys, it's your girl, Jessica Newsom, your host of the podcast, The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast. It is May, it is Mental Illness Awareness Month, and we are just talking about mental illness. Last podcast, I shared uh, a bit of my journey with my own personal struggles with mental illness, depression, uh, to, to be exact. Um, but today, I wanted to kind of focus on the church a little bit, because although there are some churches that are beginning to talk about this topic, I love it. There's a lot of churches that don't. So this is some statistics from Lifeway um, from last year. I don't know how accurate it is, but uh, I'll go ahead and share it anyway. It says 23% of pastors acknowledge they have personally struggled with a mental illness. 49% of pastors say they rarely or never speak to their congregation about mental illness. 27% of churches have a plan to assist families affected by mental illness. 65% of church-going family members of those with mental illness want their church to talk openly about mental illness. 59% of those actually suffering from mental illness say the same. 53% of churchgoers with mental illness say the church has been supportive. 73, 76% of churchgoers say that suicide is a problem that needs to be addressed in their community. 32% of churchgoers say a close acquaintance or a family member has died by suicide. Wow. Okay. So just speaking out, speaking about suicide, um, oftentimes many mental illnesses, uh, end up in suicide. I'm not saying like, I'm not giving you a percent or anything, but a lot of people, um, that happen to commit suicide struggle with some type of mental illness. Um, it could be depression or whatever. Um, and, and man, that, that sucks. I don't even know what else to say that sucks. And it's unnecessary. I think the, I think the whole just stigma around mental illness sometimes is, um, and let me hit it from a, from a viewpoint of a person who struggles with mental illness. I see that sometimes the person who struggles feels as though they don't want to reach out to people because people will think that, God, they're just complaining again. They're talking about the same thing over again and they don't want to be redundant. They don't want to bother people. So they keep the stuff to themselves. And again, like I said, last po last podcast, the devil wants us on an island by ourselves, secluded from people who will help us, um, secluded from any type of help at all, just so he can wear us down and get us oftentimes to, to end up committing suicide. Now, suicide, um, has been uh, a struggle that I have had since I was a little kid. Uh, and it's something that I've never, uh, ever wanted to talk about because that's just something you don't want to talk about. You don't think people are going to maybe, uh, take you seriously or they'll just brush you off. Or maybe you think as though they will think that you're complaining. You know what? That's, that's a bunch of crap. It's a bunch of crap. And, and if there are people who think that, then those are not the people that you should be talking to when it comes to your suicidal, uh, tendencies or, or thoughts that you may have. And so, if we take a step back, if we take a step back and we look at our life, oftentimes there are events that lead up to this type of thinking. There are things that have happened to us that, that cause us to, to deal with that cloud. Like I talked about last podcast, that cloud that comes and gets us in that funk. And so I ask you to just take a moment and to sit down and maybe journal 
what are those thoughts that are coming to your mind that is making you feel as though you want to end your life? The, the thoughts that are coming to your mind that makes you feel like living this life, being here on this earth is pointless. It's not worth it. Sometimes it's thoughts of not being enough for other people. Maybe it's not feeling worthy. Maybe um, you hear thoughts just telling you, you know, you suck. You aren't going to make it. You don't have a purpose. You're ugly. You aren't going to be um, as successful as this person. You aren't going to ever be as beautiful as that person. And you have to look this way in order to, to, to get a certain kind of attention, right? Again, the enemy just wants to come in, okay, and just throw all of these darts, all these attacks straight at your mind, the battlefield is right there in your mind. If you haven't read that book, Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers, it's phenomenal. It is your mind where the enemy is taking this war. Because if if he can get you in the mind, if he can cripple you there, he can get you to take your life. He can get you to give up. He can get you to not live up or reach the God-given potential that God has for you. And so I think for me, one of the hardest things to do is to just even get to a place, get to a place to where I say, you know what? These aren't my thoughts. Sometimes that's difficult. You know, sometimes you just want to feel your feelings. Sometimes, you know, that, that cloud is so heavy. It's so thick that you're just like, man, I'm just going to sit down for a while. I'm so drained. I'm so tired. I, I, I just don't have any fight in me right now, you know? And man, if God, I, to that person, I just say, hold on. What is it that you need to do to just help you push forward? I got this, um, for myself, uh, when I'm having these, uh, cloudy days, um, it's, uh, adult coloring book, a book, right? It's a bit morbid, the coloring book, but you know, sometimes I'm in just a place to where I don't want this happy sunshine, rainbow, uh, butterflies coloring book. You know, I want one that kind of matches how I feel, right? And sometimes, even when we indulge in something, uh, let's say like this coloring book, right, that resonates with how you feel, sometimes it makes you feel better. I don't know how to explain that. I don't. But sometimes it's, it's, it's giving yourself permission to feel your feelings, to say, you know what? Life does suck right now. You know what? I don't feel like doing this anymore. I don't feel like being on this merry-go-round anymore. I don't feel like fighting this fight anymore. And so if you don't have a person to talk to, maybe, maybe it's an adult coloring book. Um, maybe, maybe it's journaling, whatever it is to just get out your raw, uh, true and genuine feelings out there just to get it out. Sometimes it's just getting it out, getting it off of our, our chest, which helps us to feel a bit lighter. And then when we come out of that cloud, even if it's just for a moment, even if the clouds dissipate just a little bit, sometimes we can get ourselves to a place to where we say, okay, I need to do something, you know? And sometimes it's just waiting till tomorrow. And I, I, I can't tell you how many times that I've just said, I'm, I'm done with the day. I'm done with today. When is tomorrow coming? I'm just going to go to sleep right now and wait for tomorrow. And that's not the funnest thing to do at all. It, it, it can totally suck. 
but sometimes tomorrow's better. Sometimes there's a little bit more light tomorrow. Sometimes you feel a little bit better tomorrow. Sometimes you feel like you can maybe reach out to someone tomorrow. Suicide robs us from allowing ourselves to see the possibility that it might just might get better. I know sometimes it feels as though, you know, it would just be better if I was done. Better if I was just asleep forever. Better if, better if, if, if I was not um, around to cause so many, so many problems or so many issues, whatever your situation may be. But you know what? I have realized on this journey, this Christian walk, that it always gets better. Some seasons are long. <laughs> some seasons last maybe a couple of months, some maybe a couple years, some maybe oh, more than that. I, I, I don't want to compare someone's season to your season, not at all. That's the last thing I'm going to do because your walk is your walk with God. No one else can walk that out except for you. But I have seen it over and over again that it gets better when we have God on our side. When we fight this battle, we can't do it alone. We can't get over depression and suicidal thoughts on our own. Maybe we can mask them. Maybe we can push them down with medication and whatever. Fine. Do what you got to do. But sometimes there's things in our life that we have to actually deal with. And God is saying, I need for you to confront this thing. And I know it'll hurt. And I know that it'll, you, you will feel like you are being crippled. I know you will feel like I am not there. Like I have forgotten you. Like I have forsaken you. But please know that all things work together for the good of those who love me, who, who are called to me, to my purpose. And some people are sitting here thinking, well, I don't know if God loves me. I don't know if I'm called to his purpose. You don't know what I've done, Jessica. You don't know the stuff that I've struggled with. No, I don't. Not at all. But God does not want anyone to perish. If there is even an inkling of you that even questions, does God love me? Does God forgive me? That is telling me already that God is calling you. That God is tugging on you saying, baby girl, baby boy, I, I, I love you and I'm calling you. The reason you are questioning my existence, the reason, the, 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 the reason you are even questioning my, my loving goodness and kindness and mercy, it's because I'm calling you. You are feeling that tug and it's causing you to just question everything that's going on. And as we continue to walk each day out, taking it step by step, day by day, minute by minute, or hour by hour, we will see God's hand in everything. God is not the author of bad things. He's not, God does not put jacked up, messed up situations in your life and says, figure it out. You 
you are not worthy enough. You aren't good enough. So therefore I give you my scraps of love. I give you my scraps of mercy. I give you my scraps of forgiveness and you have to work for it. That is not the God of the Bible. I don't care who you think he is. He is who he is in the Bible. He is the same today as he was yesterday, as he will be tomorrow and forever. And God lavishes his mercy on us every day. He wants to forgive you every day. He already knows how much trouble you've been in. He already knows how much struggle you have gone through throughout your entire life. He knows the cards that you have been dealt, but he did not deal those cards to you. We live in a messed up world. We are given family members and parents that are not perfect. And out of that, out of the, out of the muck, out of the mire, out of the, out of the, out of the, the, the darkness, if we allow God to come into our lives and we just say, you know what? I don't, I don't get it, Father God, but I trust you. I don't understand, but I trust you. Somewhere out of that darkness, we will begin to bloom. And as we sprout up, we'll start to see the light. You think of a, you think of a plant. And, and, and if we can look at ourselves like a seed, you're, you're a seed and you're planted in this dirt and it's dark and it's cold and it's wet. And you're just thinking what in God's name is going on? I don't see anything. It's been, it's been days. It's been weeks. I see nothing, right? But you have no clue that what's happening first is that your roots are growing down deep in him. There's no light yet, but you're growing. He grows us in the dark. He grows us in the dirt. He strengthens us in the darkness. And at some point we will begin to sprout up and not just down. We sprout up and we will see a bit of that light. And because our roots are rooted in him, in his word, in, in, in who he is, he just wants us to be so deeply rooted in him that no storm, no wind, no waves, no hell can come against us. We will still stand and we will still stay rooted in him, but he has to grow our roots down deep in him. And oftentimes roots are grown in the darkness. I have heard so many sermons from, from, from pastors whom I just love pastors who I glean from and man, they talk about how they were groomed up in the darkness, how they had nothing, how their parents were messed up, jacked up, how, how, how they were adopted, how they were poor, how people just thought they could never make it, how people said they could never amount to anything. They didn't have the money for it. They didn't have the education for it, but they kept going and they kept pushing and they kept fighting. Even when it seemed as though all help is all, all, all hope is lost. They kept pushing and they kept fighting. Why? Because they had a seed deep down on the inside of them. And they said, no matter the cost, I will see if this thing blooms. And boy, did they bloom being amazing men and women whom many of us follow, whom many of us watch on TV, whom many of us read their books. You want to see better days. Allow yourself to be planted in the dirt. 
Allow God to grow your roots deep down in him. And when depression comes, when anxiety comes, when the suicidal thoughts come, maybe you don't remember this podcast. Maybe you don't remember that encouraging sermon you heard before. Maybe you don't remember that Instagram quote that kind of got you through the next 20 minutes. You need to remember something that helps you to keep hanging on and to keep pushing forward. If you need to talk about whatever your struggle is, you struggle um, with same-sex attraction and you don't want to, you struggle with depression or suicidal thoughts, things like that, please, please reach out to me, loveatthecross.rgv at gmail.com. I make myself available to uh, pretty much everyone. Just make sure that you're over 18 years of age. I love you guys. Please check me out, loveatthecross.com. Facebook, Love at the Cross. Instagram, it's underscore Love at the Cross, underscore. I love you guys. Please subscribe to this uh, podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if it edifies you, please share it. Please like it.